Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of the Lawn Chair Racing Podcast. I am your host this evening, Kyle Priestley. I have here along with me for your viewing pleasure last week's winner of the Darlington and Southern 500. We have, once again, Dustin D. Train Mears. Welcome in. We have the commissioner joining us tonight. And one of my fellow teammates here on Team Ford, the young gun, Timothy Richards, who currently is showing up blue, but hopefully he'll be joining us here in just a moment. So, well, uh, D-Train, Luke, how are you both doing this evening? Uh, doing pretty well. Yeah, kids uh, got down pretty good and uh, pretty easy, so they didn't put up put up much of a fight. So been a pretty good night. Good D train. Uh, so far, um, I I just I just have to say that you know it's it's been a good night for me. We we, we got a little bit of practice to go so tonight, but uh, tomorrow night's going to be a rough one for us all. I think so. It, it's just. Uh, you know, getting through this, this is probably the easiest part of my night, to be quite honest. You know, ragging on uh, Kyle and the commissioner, you know, that's just the easiest part of my day. Well, you can get rag on Tim once we get him back in here in just a minute as well, too, and make your day maybe have to be a little bit harder because you have a third one to rag on a little bit here. But, well, let's get right started with it. Uh, going over, start with you, D-Train. So, finished up last week. You had another wonderful race at Darlington, another track that you do continuously well at so that was exciting to see out there tell us uh, what was really working well for you at the attack track too tough to tame i uh, be honest with you it seemed it was too easy for me i'll be honest with you it was uh pretty simple um the the track just came to me like it was like putting on a glove it definitely wasn't like oj it actually fit this time so um and to be quite honest i just i really had a good time going around the track with without any problems or anybody trying to wreck me, um, you know, Kyle, for, for example. Um, but, you know, I, I really had a very good car. I was really surprised at it. I, I tried to build it out to be sort of a, a short run, medium run car, and it turned out to be a very good long run car uh, with short run capabilities. So it, it turned out to be a really good car. And just having the technique, and uh, I was actually talking to the commissioner earlier uh, today, uh, and we had talked about some of the strategies we were doing ourselves into uh, turns three and four. I really think most of my time was made up at three and four, whereas everybody else kind of had the same mentality going in the first uh, two turns. It was really simple, uh, those two turns, but really, you know, the, the three and four is where you become a man. And I think I really – showed that I was a man on those turns and everybody else just couldn't keep up. So, Well, spoken like a uh, true, very, very humble person as you are to Absolutely. be able to tell very us how you, yeah. how you were doing there. I don't know. What, I didn't even come close to touching you all night long, D-Train. So I don't know what, if you have any beef with me about something from the past you're still carrying, but I, I didn't even – we didn't even trade bumpers once during the race. I, I'll be honest. I, I didn't know you were even on the track still. I, I thought you had DC'd or, or something. Listen, I finished second during the first stage. I got <laughs> I got gypped in the in, – I got wrecked at the that very end only, of stage well, two. Wow, hold on, hold on. That, that was only because I went into the pits 
I didn't even know how many laps were left because it, I was running so far ahead. I was already a lap ahead of you. That's why I went into the pits and just I messed up my line. So well, you got to pay attention more often. Then. You got you got you to race a full 500 miles, not just 499. Yeah, you're right. I almost messed up. I'll be honest with you. It was definitely something that really almost messed my night up because, it, it, be honest with you, it just was not. It was not a good start when I messed up that uh, pit when everybody else stayed out. So with five left, I was back in the back, and it was not a very good situation to be in. Now, uh, Luke, so the commissioner joining us here this evening, you had a good race as well. Where did you finish for, for the race? Uh, I finished, I believe, second. Um, first stage, I got first. I finished right ahead of you. Um, it was fortunate there. D train obviously didn't remember how many laps we had left at the end of that stage because he likely would have stayed out if he had known there was, I think, maybe four laps from that last restart. Even on old tires, I mean, he would have definitely probably won that one. So, um, got fortunate there, got the playoff points. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, and yeah, finished second. Um, I thought I had a top three car the whole night, uh, super stable. Um, you know, like D-Train mentioned, we talked and I felt like I made a lot of improvements through three and four this race compared to previous seasons. I, I knocked off two and a half tenths, um, you know, from my fastest time this this go around compared to last time. So I found some speed, hoping to find a little bit more uh, so I can, you know, stay on pace with where D-Train's running um, and make sure I keep a little bit of that stability, too, because I felt good with my car. It just wasn't as fast as D-Train's. So that happens. Um, but I, I was kind of disappointed uh, for my younger brother-in-law, Carl. Um, he passed me with probably, I don't know, eight or so to go. The last caution came out. Um, and he got wrecked actually by a lap down car. Bumped him, turned him around on that last restart. And um, well, he lap down car wasn't fighting for, for position. And uh, Carl, I mean, he got a top three car too, I thought. And uh, instead of it going for second, I was able to take that from him. And I think he got uh, maybe seventh or eighth. So, um, yeah, tough night for him. But like I said, I mean, we had a good night for Team Chevy. Got some manufacturer points. He didn't get the win, but uh, second we'll take that. Yeah, you definitely had a good night there, Luke. Moved up into third in the point standings. So uh, right now we have it at Dustin D-Train, then Zach Lightfield coming in at second. Luke at three, P.A. Bobbitt at four, and Jordan Hampton currently running out the top five for the uh, for the point standings. Uh, I'd like to welcome into the show, joining us after some technical difficulties, we have Timothy Richards here. Timothy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, sorry about that. Don't know what was going on. Went, went from the phone to the computer, back to the phone, but I think we got it dialed in pretty good now. You know, it's the older guys like me and Dixon that are supposed to have the technology problems here. It shouldn't be the young guys like you. Yeah, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I don't even know what to say. All right, so uh, last week you didn't have a stellar week at Darlington. Uh, struggled a little yeah. bit on there. What was uh, kind of not working out for you, and what what do I think you could have done better? Well, I, um, you know, I like to look at the positive side of every weekend and see what we can learn on and build from. And to be honest, didn't get enough practice time in and that's on me. Um, but what I was really proud of is throughout the race, East stage, I got higher and higher until, um, some technical difficulties at the end. And that was the first time that happened to me. 
but I had really drove myself up into a, what would have been most likely a top five finish there. Um, you know, coming out of that right before whatever that caution was with 11 to go or 10 to go eight to go, something like that. I clearly beat D train off the line. Um, and <laughs> you know, if, you know, all I'm saying is it may have looked different on your screen, but when we came across, I knew it would be close. And immediately the first thing that popped up was first position. Um, unfortunately, wasn't able to race with the guys the last couple laps. So that was incredibly frustrating, not going to lie. Um, I'm sure those who watch the stream just heard me say, all right, bye, y'all. Like I was I was absolutely fed up and uh, didn't want to get the uh, – Oh, you know, this, the strikes for tw uh, Tate's Twitch stream there. So uh, probably did the right thing, cooled off by myself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had a fast car and I was really figuring out how to navigate it throughout the race. And, you know, on those last 40 laps, you know, I was running, you know, I think the caution before that I came out in seventh, drove myself up to, I want to say was third for, for a good chunk of those last 20 laps or so maybe it was four third or fourth and then the kosh comes out got a break um and came out whether it was first or second i was still in the front row um and i thought my car was capable of at least staying in the top five so it definitely sucks to turn a top five night into a last place finish but you know it's a long season and you know we'll we'll learn to move on from it yeah that is the unfortunate i mean darlington I it's a hard track, but it's a fun track. There's a lot of different ways you can run it. Um, there's a lot of ways you can never run it, even though there's not a lot of different lines you can run. Uh, it takes a lot of practice to be able to get at it. Fortunately, we weren't able to do a lot of that last week. I think that definitely did make a difference in there, but hopefully we'll be more ready to go for Dega and Team Ford will be able to show up a little bit better there. Um, yeah, like saying for me, I, I felt like I had a really good car. I can tell you all that uh, having the centering spring on your steering wheel makes a big difference. I feel like I'm back yeah, at Oh, you know, it's amazing. So all last season, I couldn't figure out why. Like, I mean, don't be wrong. I was not a top, like, top four or five driver in season two. Bottom four but, driver. I no, think. I, 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 I just missed the championship race by one spot, I think it was. If I had raced just a little bit better in the, the lead up to, I would have been in that championship. So, well, I wasn't a stellar driver in season two. I was definitely not the bottom of the pack. All last season, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't figure out what it was, how I could just get that much worse between getting NASCAR 84 and NASCAR 85. Well, not having your centering spring on can make a big difference, and it's good to be in new equipment and make sure I'm ready to go, and uh, mm -hmm. it, it's feeling better. So I, I, I had fun actually racing last week for the first time in many weeks. Um, felt like I can control my car and could put it in places where I actually wanted to put it, and the thing that really hurt me is we – Stage one, we had a, a couple long runs, and so mm -hmm. I was good there. And then stage two, it turned a lot of short runs. And the first part of stage three, same thing. So the, la the second to last time we came in for a caution, I was like, all right, I'm setting the car up for short runs. I'm lowering my wedge way down, going to get loose and be able to have speed in the short runs because that's what it's going to have to be won at. Well, lo and behold, we have like a 20-lap run there towards the end when I just – I didn't. I, I couldn't have any speed anymore because I had to let off so much more in the turns and just couldn't be able to get to the front of the pack. And that that really pushed me to the back there. And then just on the restart the last time around, I wasn't able to find a hole and unfortunately finished up at 11th when I feel like I should have been probably five or six compared to where I was at. But you take some, you learn some. I'm just ready for Dega, the track I do at well most of the time. Um, well, you won't do good this time. I'll be honest with you there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know what you're thinking there, D-Train. We're uh, Team Ford's coming for Team Toyota this week, and it's going to be you're going to have hell to pay with us. So, oh, okay. Well, I just personally have to say that t- with, with before we go on to Dega and talk about that, I I just have to say that I have to apologize because the commissioner's making me. He called me earlier today to make sure I had to to, to apologize to Tim about my comments made on the stream. It's what that's what you get. So I, I had to say that, or I'd be fined. That's what I was told. Um, so I, I didn't want to lose points for that. So I apologize, Tim, personally, for saying something uh, as rude and ignorant about that. Apparently, um, so I just want to make sure that was well known. Is, is that good enough, Mister Kamish? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what that, you- that, that's perfectly fine. That uh, meets uh, 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 competitor standards for uh, okay. Yeah, that, that, yeah that's yeah. fine. Okay, wait. What are you apologizing for? Uh, that's see, see that that's what I get. That that's what I get back, Mr. Commissioner. That he didn't even know, and he, he made that big point to me on the phone call earlier today to get us prepped for this whole thing. So I don't mean to break break off this, this whole no, thing, no. but D-Train, I'm not. I ain't mad. We we don't have any issues. I I genuinely do not know what you're talking about. Like, so what happened was is when you uh, were trying to record said incident of when your nose apparently was in front of mine, which it clearly wasn't, but it's fine that you thought that. But when you're trying to record that, which obviously Kyle has uh, a a wonderful device called Google, that if you you hear on the stream, he says it multiple times of race because he's always involved in the wreck. Um, So that that makes it easier for us to know that he's recording it. So when when Tim – Tim's a very – decent driver i would say middle of the road driver um so when he's trying to record something he's not trying to record it he's just trying to make sure he has evidence to, to prove that he was a middle of the road situation there so you know i, I just feel like that was wrong to me to just add on you know in that moment when i said you know that's what you get for trying to record it so I, that was that was wrong so is that good enough luke I mean that's yeah, fine. I mean that's fine. I think you dug a digger, bigger hole after the fact, but I do you know, we'll, we'll move on. It's just funny hearing someone say to someone made the championship for last season to someone who you know that that he's the middle of the road driver. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. That's a tough one to stomach, huh, Tim? You know, it's just it's interesting. It you know the little little bit of ignorance in there, but we'll we'll see what happens. Come you know, I'm sure they're. I'm sure his time will come. I ain't worried about it. Oh, you're young. Really you're young. You'll, you'll get there. You, know, you get a little okay. bit of that back. Yeah. What, what goes around comes around. So, I mean, things work out. We'll, we'll get through this. All right. <laughs> so let's take a moment here before we go into next week's race. Let's go ahead and talk about our uh, our newly segment we're going to be introducing is our power rankings that all the drivers uh, will be voting on. Before we get into this. <laughs> I have a major bone to pick with one driver in particular. No, I understand. I am not a top. I'm not even a top ten driver currently. I, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not hold top on, ten. Hold on, However, start. Hang on. Middle of the. Road. I mean, are, uh, right, I would give you top twelve. Ready, right now. <laughs> ready for I mean, that? Yeah. I'm look. Look in one in one week. I moved from fourteenth position to where am I at in the standings now? I'm now 11th in the standings. In one week, I jumped up. So, come on. But I want to know, on all that is good in this earth, how a certain driver by the initials of DM 
me. Number 15 over a guy who has only raced a half of the race with us this season. I, I'll be honest. I'm just, I, I see potential in that new driver that I haven't seen with you. Uh, I, I just, I really think that the, the power rankings that I did were very fair. Um, Somebody else I have a bone to pick with. I don't want to get too far into it because I know that you, you want to probably go over that uh, driver by driver maybe, but I have a bone to pick myself with another person. But uh, I, I thought mine was pretty fair, and I, I, I gave you 15th. I mean, you have a place to grow from there, um, you know, maybe one more spot. You can only go up. I mean, I just – I really think that, uh, you know, that's a fair number for, for what you're driving right now. I'm, I'm just saying. It's a fair number. Why am I not 15th in point standings? I, it's just luck. You were last last week if it wasn't for the guy the DC'd. Could have finished had I not been stuck in the pit wall for 35 seconds. I you can't know, help that. I apologize to you after last last year at Dega for for wrecking you on the last lap. I'm not saying I'm going to wreck you intentionally, but what goes around comes around, and I have a bone to pick with you, and we're – hands ready. are washed, D-Train. Hands are washed. That's why he's got the helmet on. Yeah. That's why I got it. That's, gerbil's got to be I'm ready, ready next it. week, so. Everybody's so got who have we voted as uh, number one in power rankings this week? Who's number one in power rankings this week? Yeah, who, who actually got it? Unfortunately. Oh, not unfortunately. No, yes, unfortunately. Sitting at number one with 2.6 average for the votes is Dustin D. Train Mears. And I have to be full disclosure, I voted him as number one as well, too. But, yeah, me too. Just want to make sure that was there. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I mean, that's kind of an easy number one. I know if you're not looking at last year at all, which I'm not, you know, you're just taking into account this season. It's kind of been sheer utter dominance out of Team Toyota and especially that 18 car. Um, I'm pretty sure he's gotten both poles, if I'm not mistaken. And he's led probably 60, 70% of all the laps. Um, really, only time he isn't leading is when he gives it up um, uh, kind of by his own uh, just misunderstanding about laps left in a stage or just pit stops. I mean, just normal pit stops and stuff. Um, he's won every stage but one, and he's won both races. So uh, I think his average finish is better than anybody by like one and a half or two. Um, and, yeah, he's got both poles, so you can't get better than one for that uh, average start. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer right there. So congratulations, Dustin. Um, I know you've been working hard. Uh, keeping that mind straight. So we'll see what happens at Dega. If anybody can rattle your cage and uh, get you off your, get you off your, uh, I guess throne right now. I mean, we're all looking up to you. So we'll see what happens from here on out. I just, I just want to say that was the nicest thing Luke's ever said to me, on <laughs> in in life or in anything like this. Um, so just mark that, that clip that if you can. I want to keep that yeah. for my namesake. Just if uh, you know, like if there's a funeral for me in the future. I'm older or something. I can put that in my funeral. That's the nicest thing you ever say to me. I think yeah, yeah. he ain't wrong. Yeah, I was about to who's say, number two, Kyle? Oh, wait, what you got, Tim? Oh yeah, I was just saying, it, it was, but it's true. I mean, it you know, 
We'll, we'll see. I mean, I think we can give week three champion to D-Train. I think that's fair. But we'll talk yeah. week whatever it is, 26 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot of weeks left. A lot of weeks left. In 2007, even the Patriots went undefeated until the Super Bowl. So you don't. <laughs> I, I, I just say I'm not going to be undefeated. I'm I'm not putting that out there. I've got a I've got a smaller head than we most people that. think. I believe, but yeah. I think my very first loss will be day Too many variables, man. We know them gerbils are going to get out for one night. Yeah. Oh, that, that's the gerbils. Yeah. Um, I, I think that if tomorrow comes and I win for some miraculous reason, it's going to be another week um, that I get to give, come on here and actually talk and, and, and do my thing here. But, you know, it's just I'm going to might as well be a part of the be the host of the show if that's, that comes to pass. But I seriously doubt that. I mean, as much talking as you do tonight, I might as well just call this the D train show. I mean, that's what it's turning into here. So. Let's uh, put it in check a little bit. Move on to the second place driver in the power ranking standings. Uh, coming in at number two is the commish, Luke Urbaney. Luke, tell us a little bit about that real quick. Yeah. Um, Watkins Glen didn't have the speed. Uh, definitely uh, had just a little bit of consistency, which kept me, you know, top seven or so most of the night. Then it qualified seven, stage one and two, seven, seven. And I think I finished maybe sixth. Um, and then Darlington, I, that's a place I love. I love, you know, the, the more technical tracks. Um, thought I found enough speed, didn't find quite enough. Like I said, I thought I had a top three, maybe. I thought I had top three car easy. Um, yeah, I, I think um, as long as I can keep my head on my shoulders and stay calm and um, – yeah, yeah, just keep it smooth, not ruffle anybody's feathers. I, I think I'll, I'll be all right for the rest of the season. So I, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with two, especially after the first two races. I, I definitely appreciate everybody giving me that, um, voting for me that high too. So I, I definitely think there's a couple others that could be there. So yeah, yeah. it is by the slimmest of margins. Uh, D train had 2.6. You came in at 2.8 and right behind you on your tail. This is our actual biggest, as far as point standings go, biggest upset in the poll standings for power rankings. Uh, Tim and I's boss uh, sitting in the sixth in point standings, but 2.9 is where he's ranking in in the third spot here for the power rankings. Uh, Robbie is yeah. a Robbie has had two races where it hasn't been super great. Uh, he's been dealing with some things off the track a little bit with some sickness in the household. So we believe that next week, though, uh, he's going to be back out in front of their Adega and getting those points back up as team Ford is definitely going to be leading the track. Would you agree with that, Tim? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, what we've seen from Robbie this year so far has been a decent amount of speed. He's had a fast car every week, um, uh -huh. but I mean, he hasn't been able to put the finishes together. I mean, obviously he isn't finishing terribly or anything like that, but, um, but it's not what we're accustomed from seeing from Robbie. So, uh, I have no doubt in my mind he'll be back up in the championship form, you know, probably this week. You know, Robbie's the type of guy, as soon as you start to doubt him, boom, there he is winning races. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does the rest of the season. But, yeah, I mean, I think if if power rankings are purely based off of what we see from a driver's ability, I have no issue with Robbie here at three. Yeah. Robbie, yeah, uh, that. And we got you got John Madden over here saying boom. You know, like boom, 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 boom. 
What? I, I really last week I'm seeing Robbie's name anywhere near me, to be quite honest. Um, I, it, I've had a lot of hard labor in the last couple of weeks, but you know, when, when you have a driver like he is almost as diabolical as he has been to me over the last couple of seasons, um, you know, it, it's been tough to, to race in this league. It's been tough to wake up on that Wednesday morning and, and get straight uh, and know that I've got the race against this guy because, I mean, he's been the champion a few times. And finally, Luke, I'll give you some credit that you actually won that race, the last race finally, uh, to get the season, you know, the championship there. But um, personally, I just – I really have a hard time with the the, the, the amount of people that voted him the third place uh, power ranking. I mean, he's lost two, two in a row. And I don't even think he was in the top five in the last two. So I mean I don't even know where, where he's at on uh, on the league because he's so far down. So I, I just want to make that a point that, that that seems like a little bit of favoritism. Now well, he did well. I th- he I did have that's mechanical issues last week with the setup getting caved in, and as the race went on, and he was able to figure that out in the pits, he got a heck of a lot better. And I believe that had he had a full setup in, he probably would have given you a run for your money, D train, if not finished in front of you. Look, I I fixed my durables. I mean, I, I that was an excuse for three three seasons. I finally got my durable straight. I think uh, for those of you that don't know what my durables mean, it's my three internets that run uh, constantly trying to get something to work. Um, I haven't been as laggy, and and it shows. It obviously shows that having good internet makes a difference. Um, but with with Robbie, I, I I have a hard time believing he had mechanical issues when he's won what. Three out of the four championships so far, I I have a hard two out of three. So I I feel like this is where people are taking into consideration prior seasons, and this is where you're seeing like the Alabama bias. So Mm -hmm. you know it's like Alabama lost maybe a first game of their season, and nobody really wants to put them that far down in the rankings. It's kind of the same thing here. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if. By week four or five, we're kind of saying a different tune of, yeah, I mean, he's easy top three. He's earned it by that point. I like E.T. Train. I don't think he's necessarily earned top three. Um, I could see probably fifth right now with just the performance so far. Well, on the voting, he definitely is coming in there at the highest at 2.9 because here to get to our number four spot, there's quite a drop-off in here. Uh, The owner of the Team Toyota, Zach Lightfield, coming in at – and fourth with 5.2% of the, the vote for that one, or the ranking vote for that one. Uh, Zach had a great race with D-Train at Watkins Glen, and he had a good car at Dega. I was around him in car. It was just, I feel like, me, him, PA, uh, we were kind of in the same pack in the back, and we just never could find a hole to be able to get back up front, and uh, he was included into that. So I think Zach... While he is lower on there, I think definitely in the fourth, third, or fourth spot is definitely a, an accurate ranking for Zach. Yeah, I mean Zach, Zach showing a lot of speed, technical prowess on the, uh, on the road course there to open up the season, and obviously we all know he can drive the wheels off that thing. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have an issue with Robbie and Zach being switched just based on the results we've seen this year, um, but also don't have a problem with Zach at four. So I think overall these, these power rankings are pretty off to a nice strong start here. He did say he, he, he did finish third. 
He finished third because I called a caution with a lap left. But for you to, to come into the chat, mind you, to have to remind everybody that that's sad. Because I was going to fight for you on that. Because to me, me and Zach should be one two. That's the true facts. I mean that that should be one two. Luke three. That, that's just because of the way it goes. That's fine. But like to have the the mentality that uh, he he couldn't find a hole uh, in the back of the pack. I mean that was because uh you know. I mean, Kyle was two laps down at that point in Darlington. So, I mean, it's just. I wasn't for two laps down. I was on the lead lap the whole time. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm sorry. You were four back there. That is a fact. So. You're going to get censored, yeah. D-Train. <laughs> <laughs> fact check. But anyway, I, I have to say Zach was was uh, gypped, in my opinion. That That's uh, – I, I have to say that because it was serious that he should be a little bit higher – than Robbie for sure. Maybe I would even push Luke, but even though Luke did finish ahead of him at Black or not Watkins Glen, uh, Darlington, I still think having a consistency that he's been going from second place at Watkins Glen to Darlington to third, I personally think he should be higher than Luke even. So that's just my yes, opinion. But I of can course see that. Player, so. Yeah, I mean, I we got at five. Uh, at five, we have uh, P.A. Bobbitt coming in here at five. So this is one where I have a little bit of a disagreement with on there, but I'm not going to say too much. I'm going to keep my racing for on the track, but I'll let you guys go ahead and talk it out on this one. P.A. Who does say P.A. for me is that's that's a solid choice for, for fifth, to be honest. I would say fourth because he's been consistent. Um, his is a his ability matches the the car he's driving every week. I I still see him as a top five driver at the end of the season. I I really think for sure one of the the old uh, big three is not going to make it. I and I think that uh, in my opinion, it's either Robbie or, or Luke that's not going to make it into the uh, final five. So the championship five, I should say. So. I'm really thinking just – and, I, of course, I'm biased, I will say, because he's Team Toyota, but PA has got a really good ride this year, and I think that the Denny Hamlin machine that he is is going to power through, and he's going to keep going with that power rank. He's keep going up, in my opinion. All right, so we're going to go through the next couple of these kind of a little bit more quickly here to get kind of rolling through. If you have anything to say about any of these drivers, go ahead and feel free to stop me. So uh, coming in at six is Jordan Hampton. The Hampton. We have Ryan – we have Ryan Bell coming in at seven. Solid. Tate Jones coming in at eight. He's all right. Tim Richards coming in at nine. Tied with him at coming in at nine is Joshua Dixon. Uh, I, I can see both of those, Tim. I, I think the next one. I, think I have Tim would this. be higher. Good. Well, I think Tim would probably be sixth um, if he didn't have that issue this past week, and you would have probably bumped those three Chevy back one one slot each so I think if Tim was able to finish out the race you'd probably see him up there too a little bit higher probably around six just just peeking at the top I don't, five I definitely don't disagree with that I agree with that I mean yeah I mean but the, that's yeah. the biggest discrepancy in in point standings right there from where it's at I mean he's at 13th in standings but 8.5 is where it coming at for votes so yeah I mean to me it all comes down to like what are the uh the conditions of what these power rankings are. Is it, is it what you're seeing on the track or is it what you're seeing as the final result? Um, Cause like I said, I, 
consistently rose through the race at Darlington and obviously had the issue at the end. Does that negate what happened before? Maybe. If that's the if that's how we want to rate the power rankings, I'm super cool with being lower than that to reflect more of what the points are. But uh like I said, we got a I lot think it's of part of uh clockwork. Yeah, I think it's part of like mental focus and uh aptitude and ability. That's kind of where it uh factors into those power rankings and you, you kind of failed that that part of the test last week. You had an F. So I think if you bring it back you don't hit start B again. I think we'll be okay. Oh, you got – I didn't hit start B. You guys know that. Right? <laughs> I, I, did, I didn't right, agree with right. you. Okay. No, no. What happened was – I, I never got to explain this, did I? So, no, you know how I got – You know, I yeah. got ratchet strapped to hold up my rig. Well, I went to hit start. Well, I did that. The whole steering wheel shifted to the left. Then – came unplugged at the core and then it just kicked me from the race. I have no idea what happened. I was so that's why I was so pissed or upset. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, sounds like you need better ratchet straps, man. Yeah, I got I set in the truck. You need a better ratchet. Oh my gosh. I don't have ratchet straps on mine. I didn't think you needed those. All right, so said so coming in through there, Tim Richard, Joshua Dixon tied with him. They're sitting at uh, ninth. Then we have Carl Baker coming in at tenth. Josh Lewis eleventh. Yours truly coming in at twelfth. Clark Baker at thirteenth, and John Thompson at fourteenth. Um, I have a little bit of a qualm with me where I'm at on there, but I'll take it. I gotta. I still got. For for me personally, I feel like I still have a long way to go to make up for all of last season. Then to show him the better driver than everyone. So I'm looking forward. I think by the end of the season, you guys are going to be putting me in the top, at least top eight. Just my opinion. I'm here okay. for it, man. I mean, if you come out and win Vega this week, I think you got to get a shot of breaking that top ten. I mean, so, I mean, I, that would be the big mover. I think look for me at Dega, even if I don't come, if I don't win Dega. If you you see me running good and making good pushes. And doing things, that's the case. The thing with Dega is there's a lot of things that can happen to it that can just be luck and unluck that's out of your control. Yeah. More, more than any other track, I think. you can. That's a track where you can be really good at the whole way through, and you can, in a second, go from being in second place to getting shuffled out in the draft and being back in eighth or ninth. So I think what we need to look for as far as ranking for how drivers do at Dega, it's how well you're able to do as teammates and pushing each other to that front of that line. How well they're able to hold your line in the draft when you're back. And as we've noticed in practice for Team Ford, when you're in that second place, it's usually really good to be able to draft. Once you get into third and fourth, that's when you get a little bit more squirrely in the rear end there. So see how guys can usually earn those second, that third, fourth drafting spot, I think, see how they can hold their car. And uh, that's going to show how strong we have drivers here. Oh, for sure. Definitely. All right, so that wraps up our power rankings for the week. Uh, let us know what you all think. Uh, join in and uh, tell us for you, based on viewers that have watched the races, how you think we did. If you have any discrepancies with that, we could talk about it in the future here. All right, so uh, coming up to Talladega for the race here. This is my favorite track. While a lot of people can say that the super speedway races are boring, I have the most fun at these, not just because it's a track that I'm pretty good at, but I think there is a lot more to it than just holding the pedal down and going around the two and a half mile over here, oval here. Uh, you got to make sure you're putting yourself in position and getting those runs that are methodical, and it's really hard to pass on the outside. 
And when you get that first place spot, you have to be dedicated to making sure you're holding that yellow line and not letting anybody get in there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Luke, what is going to be the key to success for Team Chevy and yourself at Dega? I mean, you kind of said it right there. Um, you know, you, you're going to have to hold that double yellow line and, and guard it. It's got to be your best friend once you get out front. Um, and you got to hope that, you know, you get your teammate right behind me or right behind your, yourself. Um, so, you, you know, if you get lined up one, two, they got to also guard that bottom because if they drift up a little bit, you know, somebody's going to start attacking them. Uh, moving them up. I, I really, it's going to be tough if you got two cars on the inside, teammates, um, to get around them on the outside. You're probably going to need three, maybe four cars dedicated up high and getting a good run. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough night. I, I think if, if the, the racing, it, it has the possibility of being great, a great race tomorrow night. Um, and I was telling D train this on the phone today. You know, if you take, you know, the first, uh, you know, 10 laps out of the first 13 laps of the stage and you give more than you take, you know, if you get shuffled out of line, don't try and force it back in. Don't try and throw crazy blocks. Um, you know, I think we'll get some good green flag runs in. It'll be fun. Um, and then, you know, last two, two laps or so of the stage or uh, leading up to checkered, um, you kind of gloves are off and your backyard brawling, man, whatever goes. So I, th I think if we all walk in there with that agreement of like, we're just going to give, we're not going to really push too hard until, you know, money time. Um, you'll see some good fun racing. So, uh, and it'll be, uh, I think a lot more strategy, especially with how we're doing recommended setups too. Um, it's going to be a lot about track position and putting yourself in the right place at the right time. Um, and it's going to be tough getting back to the front because you're just not going to see um, the runs that you've seen guys get in the past just with the draft and um, kind of overtaking cars. We've, we've been testing that in the wind tunnel here recently. Um, and, it, you know, instead of 15 miles per hour, you're overtaking the car in front of you. It's maybe seven or eight. So, um, you know, we've halved it. And a lot of that's just for driver safety. Uh, that's been the, our point of emphasis here recently. We weren't able to finish the last Dega race just because of the catastrophe last season. So, um, you know, that's it, kind of our, our effort. But, yeah, I'm excited for Team Chevy. We've got some good Hendrick engines in those cars. So I'm uh, excited to see how fast we can get tomorrow night. All right, Tim. Yeah, I mean, I think Luke nailed it with the uh, – it's going to be a test of our, our patience as a league. You know, if you go back and watch, you know, I'm a big fan of watching like early 2000s NASCAR. Uh, you saw a lot of strategy on these restrictor plate races go in and, you know, you had guys like Tony Stewart and Bobby Labonte on Gibbs dropping to the back for the majority of the race. And then, you know, just waiting for the big one and then kind of shooting up after that. When it's money time, they showed up. Uh, you know, I think what we're going to see is, you know, a couple front <laughs> who are going to love to hold down the front hop because obviously why not? I think we're going to see some guys hang back a little bit. Um, like, I just, I really hope we can be nice and patient. And <clears throat> like you said, with everyone having a equal setup here, I think it's going to really show, you know, who's a wheel man back there. I, I'm very excited to see some raw talent on display. Um, you know, so I, I'm pretty stoked for that. Uh, it's, you know, last year I came out with a win at Daytona. So obviously I think I have a little bit of restrictor plate prowess. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back today. A very fun track. 
I just hope for some fun, clean racing, man. Yeah. Now, before we get to uh, D train here, uh, we do have news out of, out of the Toyota garage. There sounds like there's going to be a fine lead against Dustin Mears from Team Toyota for missing practice this week, um, as things coming up. So. A uh, little bit, that, that, that Toyota garage has been a really tight group all year, so maybe we'll start to see a little bit of uh, unraveling as uh, things kind of take in place here, but uh, what are your thoughts on the upcoming fine here for missing practice this week, D-Train? Well, if they want me to keep winning, I mean, I, I've just got to do my own thing, you know, I just I just got to work and keep, put the, keep, keep putting the work in and, you know, when, when they're going to find me for it, I'll just pay it, no big deal, you know, it's a jump change anyway, so... I'll get over it. Everybody will get over it. Be fine. But, you know, you can just see Team Toyota cracking already, man. It's week three. Oof, tough scene. The, the pressure is building. It's better, goes to, on. it's better to crack at the top than, it, than to be at the bottom and cracking. That's for sure. So, well, final thoughts for me on Dega here. I know we've had some disagreement. I know, D Train, you have very passionate feelings about wanting to have. Uh, not go with the recommended setups, have actual setups on for this race. Personally, I'm with the practice I've put in this week, I'm I'm a fan of having the recommended setups and going with that. I feel like it's our version that we could best make to make for a restrictor plate race, uh, putting that in play. Uh, I think it's going to keep people in check a little bit better. The biggest thing I will say is stay above the L-line, y'all. Don't put your nose down there. It's going to happen. If, if, if it happens... You get what's coming to you, in my opinion. Uh, if we get it on tape, I think there needs to be fines, Commissioner. There definitely needs to be levies laid. And uh, if anybody finishes because they've made an illegal pass, that needs to be reckoned with. There needs to be some lap penalties and points penalties put in place, in my opinion. No, I agree. Uh, you know, any um, on-race incidents that we have footage from, um, we'll be reviewing them after the race. I think guys understand, at least at this point, we got a lot of seasoned vets, um, you know, got good heads on their shoulders. You know, if you go below that yellow line, uh, you cannot advance your position. So really you just got to lift, try and hop back in line. You can't overtake the car in front of you that you went below the line under. So, um, yeah, I, I think guys will be smart about it, but, uh, we will, potentially have to use the council uh for first time this season and season four so um but i i don't think so i think we'll be all right and i think thursday morning um hopefully guys are waking up they're happy and uh you know the commission league's office um with the council we won't have too much work to do on thursday reconciling any of this so yeah and i think the other thing if you go below that yellow line you got to come back up wait your turn to come back up don't go into cars that are already up there. Let's just make that clear. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, of course, I'm going to be the one that sits here and has to be the bad guy because it's it's obvious that Kyle doesn't want to um, to call on me about this. Nice That's PJs, uh, Robbie or uh, Luke. Nice PJs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! How do you turn it around, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Censorship is over, that's for sure. Uh, Ooh, at least he doesn't have ladies underwear, you know. That's all. <laughs> so, but the yeah, point is, is that, that could have um, been bad. you know, to me, Dega is going to be, 
either won or lost by the bump. And the bump, as in when you go to pass somebody, you're either going to pass them and they try to block you and you're going to wreck them, not on purpose, just because of the fact they're trying to go to block, or you're going to have a superior team that's pushing you to the win. I think Team Toyota, meaning that I did miss the practice tonight, uh, given circumstances unbeknownst to me, but uh, I, I will be getting back up with them later after this podcast. But um, given the circumstances at Dega, given the circumstances at Dega, I really have a problem with them saying that we're going to do recommended setups, which bunches the whole pack together. Not only bunches the pack together, it doesn't give anybody the, the freedom to be able to push you to the win. Whereas in the past, if you had a great setup, you would be pushed to the win. And you're going to have the same wreck if you're in that same group when you go to block. I mean, Kyle, I mean, if you're going 207 or 215, what's the difference if you go to block me into the pits? I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Well, th- I mean, are you, am I right or am I wrong? This, this is the thing, putting this recommended setup in there puts that check in place. 215 anymore is not realistic at Dega. And you shouldn't be that loose fine on the crap. So, if, if you're that if you're that loose and I come down to block you and you spin out because your car set up so loose, you get what's coming to you. So I mean first of all, that, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you off on that because when you sit here and say that I was so loose, I'm driving straight and the guy comes down just just nails me. I mean, it wasn't even like he called me the next day, it's how bad he felt. I mean, he hit me so hard. I had I had a neck brace on the next day. That was how bad it hurt. So, I, for anybody that's watching this, that just don't listen to this guy. I I have a hard time believing that nonsense. And he'll call me after this probably and say, "Oh, you're right, Detroit. I, I apologize about saying that online." But at the same time, Dega is going to be won or lost on the on the shove push, or you know, moving somebody out of the way. And the council will be involved. I don't know how far. Because if it's anything to do with me, it goes against me anyway. So. <laughs> well, quit doing stuff that's wrong, and it won't happen. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't help that I, I actually watch the rules and you know follow the rules and such. So, <laughs> I do agree with you. It is going to be won and lost on how well each team can work with each other to push each other up front. How well you're able to stay on somebody's tail and give that bump draft is going to be the key to this. Um, I just I hope for a clean race. It is a fun race. I hope that we all get to have fun at the end of it. We can all say it was a clear winner with uh, no controversy, but Dega and Daytona typically always seem to come with controversy, so we'll take it as it comes tomorrow night. But All right, gentlemen, any closing thoughts before we wrap this up this evening? I'm just excited to get out to a super speedway. Let's have some fun, boys. Let's go. Yeah, man. I mean, to be honest, I feel like Talladega, they put the track in the wrong place. It should be in Vegas. They should have called it Talavegas. I mean, because it's just, uh, you know, it's it's just like gambling. You don't know who's going to win. It could be a red. It could be a black. You know, anything can happen. So. I I definitely have to agree with that statement because, like, when 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 it comes down to it, no matter what, unless you're like Kyle and you're going to wreck everybody, it you know to me it you don't know who's going to actually come in first at, at Talladega, and you know we'll, we'll come to the pass and we'll see what happens. But you know I, I I'll be glad to, to say I'll be back on here next week probably. So do y'all, do y'all think Dixon's going to get his first win tomorrow night at Talladega? No, I'll make sure of it. 
I, yeah. I Dixon has a pretty good, ch- good pretty good shot. What I've seen in practice so far, I think. I, I think one to be looking for is is Dixon. Is I, I will say for, for me, as good as I have been at the speedway, I don't think I'm going to finish up front tomorrow night. Um, I I just I don't feel that the luck's going to be in my favor. Um, but I I think that Dixon has a really good chance, and I really think that Robbie has a really good chance of finishing up front tomorrow night. I, I think yeah. everybody has a, a great chance. I I mean, it, to me, it's about recommended settings. Like everybody's got the same thing. It, the only thing that's going to make anybody different is the way they pit. And I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do, but it, it's all that matters is how you're going to pit and if you have a team behind you. And like, if you have a good strategy, yep. you're, you're going to have a better chance of winning. Like, I, I think it's really that's why I say that the the recommended settings is is going to be the death of this race. I, I really have a, a tough time swallowing that, and I've, I've wrote a letter to the commissioner, and he's obviously denied that and ripped it up in half. But, you know, I mean, at the same time, you know, it's going to come down to me on the last lap of the race. And to me, it, that's it. There is no who's going to win it and who's not. Tim could win it. I can hey, win it. We can win it. You're Mr. Wanting to keep it realistic, just like NASCAR. How's it any different from any other race when you watch it at Dega? That's right. I absolutely agree with that. But like you get every race, you see a a person that actually has a great car. You know, they have a they actually don't have recommended settings. They actually run their own setups. It's wild. Hey, it's why I pushed for for uh, qualifying to be able to be. We got voted down in a large majority. I was with you on that. I thought to be able to have rec- custom setups in qualifying would be a good way to show off your speed and demonstrate your speed. The thing with qualifying tomorrow night, it's just attach your car to a bumper and see how fast you can get by Ooh. being in a draft. I guess. So Definitely we'll don't do disagree with that. <laughs> Either no, way, I, I just, I think, I think what this is going to do is it evens the playing field. It's all about driver skill here. And I think tomorrow we're going to see real skill fail. I, I do agree with that for the actual race. I think skill is definitely going to show up more than in other races. So let me ask, what sk- I mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but what what, what skill is that? What, what Tim, what what skill is that going to be when you're going to the same way. speeds, the same recommended setups, and the only difference is what you do in the pits? I think contrary you to your belief, contrary to your belief, it Kyle, is definitely is hard to pass on the outside. Sorry. Go ahead, Tim, go ahead. <laughs> I think with the this- in his super speedways is picking your spots when to take them when to not because if what you're saying was going to happen it would just be two by two the entire race no one would ever move i don't see that happening so what i see is skilled drivers picking the right times being patient finding the draft where it is taking the draft after other people side drafting you know all those all those uh physics are built into the game so it's going to be be cool to see who uses them to their advantage yeah, I th- I think past timing comes into effect in this race more than any other race we've had this season so far. And your ability to have your setup and to plan when you're going to make a pass has to be more methodical here than anywhere else. And it is hard to pass on the outside, but it's not impossible. And if it's you do it right and have somebody with you, you can make it happen. I don't disagree with that. It, it's, not, it's not impossible, but it's going to be nearly impossible unless there's a 12-car pileup. <laughs> On the inside, and it's most likely going to be caused by Kyle. So, I'm calling it. We're going to see Tank drafting tomorrow. I just want somebody. If 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 Zach is watching this still, uh, I just want a montage. That's what I asked for last week. I didn't get it. 
of like just Kyle absolutely wrecking people. That's that's what I've won. All right, all right, I've had enough. Yes, last season I had a hard time. But if we want to talk about wrecking people, D Train, you have wrecked more people than anybody else in this league, bar none. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> talk to my lawyers about it. Untalk to my lawyers. Oh, I think God. this I think this podcast's over. I think oh, it's like, all right. Tune in tomorrow night. Be there at nine PM for our racing at Dega. If you ain't first, you're last. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, check us out. Also be looking for an upload. If you haven't checked out the video of the behind the uh, windshield with Zach Lightfoot and, Dust and Joshua Dixon, uh, that'll be coming your way in audio format in the coming days as well, too. Keep listening. Let us know what you think. Tell your friends, and we will catch you all again the same time next week. Have a great day, everybody.